Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wind Down Wednesday, episode 35. Ha! <sighs> That's a lot of episodes. I'm pretty excited about that, actually. I haven't mentioned that for a while. We're coming up on nine months of doing this practice, and I congratulate you for sticking with it. And I'm stalling a little bit. <laughs> so... We're going to talk about struggle tonight, and if you've been watching the last few weeks, we've been talking about some things that deal with our darkness or our shadow side, and I think that's really important. I think it's really important to talk about. I think it's really important to acknowledge. I think that sometimes we tend to think that if we're struggling we're not being spiritual or we're not evolving or we're moving backwards. We're not making any progress. And you are no less spiritual if you are struggling. And in fact, if you recognize that you're struggling and you're willing to look at that and kind of go within it, that's a huge sign of growth because it's easy to be in denial. It's easy to pretend that that darkness doesn't exist. But part of true growth is really acknowledging that. It's really looking at it. And and I think it's important that we start admitting to each other when we're struggling. I've been struggling. been struggling with my eating issues. I've been struggling with some depression. I've talked about that in the past few weeks. And that's okay. That doesn't make me less spiritual. It doesn't make me less of anything. It just makes me honest. And I think that's important. I think it's important for us to be honest with each other and it's hard to get support if you're not being forthcoming, if you're not being truthful about what you're really going through, if you're just kind of putting on a brave face and pretending that everything's okay. So I've gotten pretty emotional in the last couple of weeks, and I actually got emotional while I was writing my notes tonight. So I was like, oh no, it's starting already. So I've got my beautiful selenite. I've got my grid on the floor like I always do, but I added an extra little oomph here for support and clarity so that I could stay focused and uh, not end up unable to speak. I don't care so much about crying, but I like to be able to be understood. So, huh, okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between struggle and releasing struggle and the idea of offering surrender. So a couple months ago, I did a show about offering surrender, and that's always our first choice. That's something that's done in love when we're letting go of something and we offer surrender. I talked about giving it as a gift. And when we're in a space to do that, then that's what we want to do. But sometimes we're not in that space. Sometimes we're in this space of struggle. And the idea of offering surrender might just make you want to slap somebody in the face if they say, oh, just offer surrender, and you're really struggling. It's not going to connect with you in that moment. And that's okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about struggle and the idea of releasing struggle. And I've got a, a great story for that tonight. This is a this is a story from the show The Simpsons, which I think everybody, even if you don't watch that show, everyone's probably familiar with Homer Simpson at this point. So in this episode, I went back and watched a little clip of it because I wanted to make sure I got the details right. And it was even better than I remembered when I started thinking about using this as an example. So Homer and Bart go to the hardware store and Homer sees this do-it-yourself barbecue pit. It's a kit to make your own barbecue pit. And he's like, oh, we're going to do this. Let's do this. So he takes it home. And then, of course, he makes Lisa do the actual concrete because that's the hardest part. So it shows her and she's kind of sweating and like, oh, dad, my back hurts. So she gets all the concrete laid. 
And then he gets ready to make his beautiful barbecue kit that's in this box. And he picks the box up and all the pieces fall into the concrete just in a heap. And so he realizes the concrete's going to dry. And it, so he's, he's trying to put this stuff together as fast as he can. He's just struggling. It's making me laugh because I just watched it and it was so funny. And at one point he actually says, why is life so hard? And he's struggling and he's struggling and he's trying to get it put together. And then, and then it shows him, oh, my beautiful barbecue pit. And, and you see this picture of what looked like exactly what was on the box. And then it turns out it is the box and he lowers the box and it's just a hot mess. This, it's just a bunch of stuff piled in a concrete thing. And so then he gets really angry about it and he just starts hitting it with this pipe and he's just going crazy on this thing. And at the very end of the scene, um, Marge is asking, oh, how did the barbecue go for dad? And then it, you look out the window and he's running with a lawn um, umbrella at it and just hit, he just throws this lawn umbrella and then the umbrella pops open and knocks him on the ground. He's laying on his back. And I just love that so much because it's kind of the perfect image of struggle. Somebody whoever wrote that was like on my wavelength right now because when you're struggling, it feels like nothing's going your way. It feels like everything you do is just making a mess. But here's the next thing that happens in that episode. An art critic discovers this sculpture that Homer has made and he ends up kind of getting into art and in the art scene. And I love that too because even in our darkest time, even in the nastiest, ugliest barbecue pit that we're making in our lives, there is so much beauty. We are beautiful. We are spiritual beings. And that struggle and that darkness and that crap, that's part of our human journey. That's part of our spiritual journey. So recognizing that there's beauty, even in the angriest moment in your life, even in the, the point at your life where you're looking at your barbecue pit and wondering where it all went wrong, there's so much beauty there. And it, it led me to think of a personal story. I usually, usually give a personal example and back when I was in therapy, when I was in my late teens, I worked with this amazing therapist. I've mentioned some, she's the person who introduced me to chakras and energy work. And so she, she had a sand tray. And if you're unfamiliar with that, it's basically, literally, it's a tray of sand. And she had all these figurines. And sometimes when you're having a hard time talking, it's kind of a form of art therapy. She would say, show me in the sand tray. And then you pick what you want and you put it in the sand tray. And then, and then you talk about what you've made. So I was talking one day about how I felt like I couldn't be my authentic self. I felt like in all these different situations, I had to be one person for this person, one person here and a different person here. And, and how I felt like I didn't even know who the real, real me was because there was all these faces that I was showing people. And she said, oh, make it in the sand tray. And she left me alone for about 10 minutes. And so I started picking all these little people and, and I was kind of arranging them in these in a semicircle from kind of outward inward. So like the things that I showed the most surface part of myself and then the faces of myself that maybe I showed to people I knew a little bit better. And, and so these circles or semicircles kind of got smaller as they went in. And right as my time was up, she came back in the room and without thinking, just totally intuitively, I picked up this beautiful seashell. It was a conch shell and and I put it right in the center at the deepest part of these semicircles. And she came in and she said to me, what's that? 
And I said, well, I don't know. So then we started talking about it. And I don't know that I had the words for it, or maybe we kind of figured it out over the course of that session. But but that beautiful seashell, that is our connection to the divine. That is the part of us that is divine, that, that essence of ourselves that underneath all of the layers of everything else is always beautiful and is always perfect and is always connected to the divine, even if we can't feel it in the moment. And what I wrote down about this was that we have so many layers. And that example I was talking about kind of different aspects of my personality, but we have layers of trauma. We have layers of hurt. We have layers of programming that came from our family of origin and from society. We have layers of societal pressure, things that we feel like we have to show, layers that come from the job we do. I mean, we could be buried under these layers. There's so many layers of stuff on top of that. But underneath that is your beautiful seashell. No matter how many layers build up, no matter how low you get, no matter how much you're struggling and you want to give up, that seashell is still there. That part of yourself that is perfect is always within us. And the work that we're doing in the spiritual world a lot of times is shedding some of those layers so that we can recognize that that beauty is there, that that connection is there, that that art is there, that underneath our terribly destroyed, horrible barbecue pit is this beautiful seashell that is, that is perfect. Whew. Well, that went better than I thought it was going to. Maybe I got it all out ahead of time. So we're going to do something a little bit different in the meditation tonight, and I'm going to describe it a little bit because there's going to be a few different options. And I want to say something briefly about if you're not in struggle right now, chances are there's something you're in struggle about. If you're really honest with yourself, even if things are going great, there's like a little part that's like, oh, that could be better. Oh, I don't like this or whatever. But if you really feel like you're expanded and you're, you're just having the best time, then you might not connect with some of what I'm talking about with struggle. And that's okay. You'll be there at some point. If you're not there now, that's okay. And we tend to kind of think, oh, I'll never, I'll never get back there. You know, we get on a high and we think, oh, yeah, this is great. Everything's, you know, everything's up from now on. Everything's going to be wonderful. But that's not how life works. I mean, there's ups and downs in life. There's obstacles. Being on a spiritual path and being spiritually evolved doesn't mean that we don't still have those obstacles. It means that we look at them honestly. It means that we, we're not afraid to go into those. We're not afraid to admit that we have obstacles. And we're not afraid to do some work around that so that we can get back to that beautiful kind of up soaring space. So we are going to end the meditation with an option to offer surrender with some beautiful relaxation. And so if you're not in struggle, I encourage you to stick with us. Again, you might just have fun with this. If you're not connecting with something on a deep level, you can still do this exercise and remember a time when you had struggle or imagine what it's like to be in struggle and it'll still be useful to you. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios and we're going to work a little bit on letting out some anger because that's part of what struggle is. 
And that's part of releasing struggle. So sometimes I talked about offering surrender, and that's something that we do with love. And, and we may get there and we may be able to offer a little bit of surrender by the end of this meditation. But sometimes struggle looks a lot like Homer just beating the crap out of his barbecue pit and then running into it and falling on the ground and laying there. Sometimes releasing struggle is just tiring yourself out to the point where you don't have anything left. And I think so many of us, especially women, have a hard time connecting with anger. We're taught from a young age not to express anger. It's not okay. And so we kind of bury it. We swallow it. A lot of times it gets turned inward and that, that can cause depression for sure. So we're going to work with anger a little bit in this meditation. I went to a workshop many years ago at the same place where I uh, was seeing my therapist and it was an anger, grief, and shame workshop. And part of it was we had the, a wiffle bat and you were supposed to kind of yell at someone or something you were mad at and hit this chair with the bat. And I remember I just couldn't connect to that. I was so separated from my anger at that point. It was buried so deeply that I couldn't even summon it up. But that's changed a lot in these years and we're not going to physically do anything. We're going to do it in our energetic sanctuary, in our space. We're going to be in a very safe space. I'm going to let you choose your scenario. I'm going to throw a couple out now just to kind of help you. But whatever comes to you in this situation, you can absolutely use the barbecue in Homer Simpson. I feel like I described that pretty well that you can visualize it or maybe you saw that episode you can imagine that you've built up this big castle of Legos or Tinker Toys or whatever kind of building toy you might have played with as a kid and you can kick it down. We're going to let out some steam. We're going to let out some anger. So let yourself think about or let it come to you intuitively if something hasn't already popped into your head. Just something you can picture, something you can visualize or describe if you're not a visual person that allows you to have that feeling of Homer Simpson beating his barbecue. And essentially, we're going to get that out of us, tire ourselves out a little bit, huh, and then just let it go. And then we'll maybe step into a little bit of that idea of surrender and, and offering something with love. But if you don't get there, that's totally fine. You might spend the entire meditation wailing on something and miss the end of it, and that's completely fine too. As always, be gentle with yourself and let yourself feel this stuff. I say that every week, and this week's a little different. We've never really done any, any work with anger. We've talked about trauma, which can absolutely bring up anger. We have talked about grief. We've talked about a lot of different emotions. And every week I tell you to let the emotion come up if it comes up, to breathe through it. And this is no different. If you're in a place where you can vocalize and you want to start yelling, you can absolutely do that. You can take this as far as you can in a safe way, in a healthy way, and only you know what that limit is. Don't get the cops called on you because you're screaming. That's, nobody wants that. But you know where your limit is. So let this go as far as you feel comfortable or slightly uncomfortable doing. It's always good to be a little uncomfortable, but bring it back in when you're ready and join us for at least a few minutes, if you can, 
in letting that go. And when you're really in struggle, again, like if somebody had said to me three days ago, oh, offer was surrender, I would have like had some choice words and fingers to show them. So let go of as much as you can. If you can't let go of anything, that's fine. But chances are you'll feel better after this, even if it's just from getting this kind of bleh out of you. And we'll probably do some toning. Again, I'll bring it in so that, because I don't want to leave you in a state of rage. <laughs> That's not our goal here. The goal is to kind of get there, let go of as much as we can, and then come back into that neutral state. So we're going to get a little out of that neutral state in our meditation. Or you can do it from that state. You can almost look as though you're looking in on a scene. You can watch Homer Simpson do it as long as you feel like you can connect to that. Because the important part of this is letting yourself feel your struggle, letting yourself acknowledge that there's struggle there, however insignificant it might be or seem, or however huge and overwhelming and scary it is, wherever you are on that spectrum, connecting with that is scary. And that's why we're doing it in a safe space. That's why I'm here to guide you. That's why we're all holding space for each other. That's why I've got other tools here that hold space and that clear space. I realized earlier this week that this little bowl that I've had forever is great for clearing. I've been using it to clear some of my crystals. So we're going to use that a little bit at the end to kind of clear all this out. Because again, we want to let this happen and then we want to let it go as much as we can. So let yourself get in a really comfortable place tonight. If that means lying down, if that means laying back on a couch, if that means putting a bunch of covers over your head, whatever comes to you for being really safe and secure and comfortable tonight, get yourself into that position. And then take three nice deep breaths using that oxytocin breath, breathing in through the nose, letting your belly fill up. <sighs> and then sighing that out, vocalizing as you breathe out. <sighs> and then on your third breath, if you're familiar with it, add that little uh at the end, that little grounding aspect. <sighs> Let yourself come fully into the body here. You can move yourself around a little bit, breathe into any areas of tension that you're noticing. Just let yourself come present. Let yourself really be in the moment. Let go of what we were just talking about, of what happened earlier today. Let go of what happens for the rest of this meditation and beyond. Just let yourself come into the present moment for a few moments here. <sighs> and as you're ready, bring your energetic sanctuary to you. Bring your planet into the space you're in. If you're not familiar with that concept, just picture the safest, most beautiful place you can imagine. 
And within that space, if you're feeling called to a specific struggle release area, maybe there's a little station that says struggle release. Maybe there's a little Simpsons backyard and you can picture your barbecue, whatever comes to you here. You can stay in this main safe part of your sanctuary or you can venture out. You can go into your healing cave. That's a great place to release any kind of powerful energy, any kind of dark energy, any kind of energy is great to be released in that space. Just go where your intuition is guiding you to go here. And as you're here, you might notice your surroundings a little bit if you'd like. Just let yourself come present in this sanctuary, in this struggle release station. I'm getting a picture of the psychiatrist booth that Lucy used to sit at in the peanuts and the idea of just beating that like a pinata till it falls into pieces. Whatever comes to your mind here, let your scenario start to come to you. Maybe it's destroying something in a safe way. Everything you do here is safe. Try to stick with objects and not people if you can, just energetically. You can always put a little face on something. You can put up a boxing bag with a little face on it and punch at it if you want. Whatever comes to you here, let the scenario come and just get into that for a second. Don't start, if you already started wailing on something, that's fine, but let yourself come into this space fully. Let the scenario come to you fully. And then as you're ready, in whatever way you choose, whether you're picking something up to hold, whether you're using your body and just kicking and punching, whether you're just screaming and you're not destroying anything, that's fine. In whatever way comes to you, let this struggle be expressed. Let yourself express the difficulty of your struggle. Let the anger come up. Let the rage come up. Let the fear come up here as you let this struggle come to the forefront. Looking at this can be scary, but we're embracing this struggle. We're sending love to this struggle by allowing it to be expressed. I'm actually moving my hand here and pretending to hit something as I'm talking. And you can absolutely do that. You can move your body around. That's a great way to dispel energy. You can do some shaking. Again, if you're in a place where you can vocalize, ah, you can let out some frustrated sounding noises. Whatever comes to you here, let this happen and stay with it. If you need to take a break, take a break. But the goal here is to tire yourself out. The goal here energetically is to tire yourself out in the way that Homer did where at the end of building his barbecue he was just laying on the ground and he couldn't move. So continue working with this. I'm going to add a little bit of sound to this.
this sound to jar loose energy. And noticing here how you're feeling, noticing if you're getting tired, if you're feeling some of those emotions release a little bit, maybe you're building more emotion. Just notice here what's happening. Let yourself keep going if you'd like, if you're ready to take a break, if you're feeling tired, if you feel like you're done, then just let yourself flop down onto the ground and lay there like Homer for the last couple moments while we all catch up. A little bit more of this jarring sound. And then wherever you're at, let yourself start to release this struggle. Let yourself give up in whatever way it looks like. Maybe you've conquered whatever you were destroying and you're triumphantly strutting around. Maybe you tired yourself out, felt like you made no progress and you're laying on the ground. Maybe you're somewhere in between. Let yourself be where you're at here and let go of judgment. If judgment comes up, notice it and let it go. This is not a space for judgment. This is just a space for release. This is not a space for beating yourself up about how much or how little progress you made here. This was just an exercise in moving energy, in discharging some energy, in letting go of some of that energy of struggle. <sighs> Take a nice big breath, sigh it out as you're ready. Do that a few times if you'd like. And then let yourself just lie back. Maybe you've left your station. Maybe you go to your waterfall of joy. Maybe you go back to the sanctuary. Maybe you're still in your healing cave. Wherever you are in your sanctuary on your planet, let yourself be in a space that feels completely safe and soothing. Let yourself leave that struggle behind now, knowing that that energy will be recycled for the highest good, setting that intention, knowing that anything you release in your sanctuary is always recycled for the highest good, is always released for the highest good. Continue to breathe deeply as you like, as you're called to. And now begin to connect with that energy of surrender. If you can, if you can't, that's fine. There's no pressure here. 
But as you relax, as you're lying here in this safe space, as you've let go of this struggle, struggle, even if it's just for the moment, for the next few moments, feel your body start to relax. Feel the energy in your body that was being held, that was stagnant from that struggle. Let that start to release. your body a little bit as this energy releases. Let your awareness now come into your heart center. You can gently place your hands over your heart if you'd like. Whether or not you can connect to that idea of offering surrender, let yourself connect now with that divine energy that we call in every week. Let this energy love you. And remember that you are this energy. At the core of you is your beautiful seashell, is this divine love, this unconditional love, this golden light. And let that light shine out from your center. Let it shine through your entire body. No matter how many layers you feel are on top of this seashell, let this divine light glow from within you through the layers of everything you've dealt with in your life, of everything you're struggling with now. Just let everything be bathed in this golden light, in this unconditional love. Whether you can feel it or not, call it in with your intention. Let this light shine. Let your light shine. Connect with your own light, which is the light of that divine energy. Open the top of your head, that crown chakra. Call the energy in through the top of your head. Call it into your face and your scalp and your jaw and your neck and your throat. Call this energy into your shoulders and your upper arms, into your elbows and your forearms and your wrists and your hands. Call this golden, unconditional love, this divine energy into your chest and your upper back and stay in your heart center. Let this light mingle with your light. This is the same light. Let this light charge your light, recognizing that this light is always available to you, even in your darkest hour, whether you feel it or not, it's shining on you and in you. Let this light shine down into your belly and your low back. Let it shine into your hips and your pelvis. Let it shine into your thighs, into your knees, into your lower legs and your ankles and your feet. Let your entire being shine this golden light. 
Let your struggle be totally eclipsed for the moment by this beautiful, shining, unconditional love and light. Recognizing that this is within you and all around you, that this is you. This light is what you're made of at your core, at your center. And from this space, if you're ready, offer your struggle up surrender your struggle with love to this light to this divine knowingness to this design that will take care of any problem if you just let it if we just release if we just surrender if we just let go let go to the extent you're able with no judgment let go let go let go so it shall be. Amen. your biggest breath of the day and sigh it out. Release any last bits of struggle you're ready to let go of. If you'd like, you can gently allow that crown chakra to close or leave it open with the intention for my highest good. Come back to the heart one more time briefly. And while you're here in this safest of spaces, in your sanctuary, affirm with me out loud, I release my struggle. I let go of my struggle. 
I allow myself to be fully supported by divine love and light. As you're ready, you can release your sanctuary or keep it with you for the rest of this evening, knowing it will. Head back to where it lives as it's ready. Let yourself come fully back into the present moment, into your body, into your mind. Affirm with me, I am fully present in my body. I am fully present in my body and I release my judgment of my struggles. I am fully present in my body and I remember that I am love. As you're ready, you can wiggle your fingers and toes a little bit, maybe roll your joints, move your neck around, slowly coming back into the body into your conscious mind and letting go of any residual energy left from this exercise any anger any rage letting that go letting it be recycled for the highest good letting yourself release struggle in whatever form that takes whether it's offering surrender whether it's tiring yourself out, whether it feels like giving up. No judgment. Let it happen. Let it go in whatever way that comes. Take one more big deep breath, sigh it out, and then ground at the end with that oof. As you're ready, gently open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me. As we talked about last week, reach out for help if you need it. It's okay to be struggling and it's okay to look at that struggle and it's okay to talk about that struggle. Let yourself connect with that inner seashell. Let yourself see what that symbol looks like for you. Let yourself hold it in your hands through the next few days, through this next week. And when you're at your darkest, hold that seashell and know that even if you don't feel that light, it's there and it is you. Have a wonderful rest of your night, a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you next week for Wind Down Wednesday. <laughs>